Are you one of the three quarters of people struggling with a fear or anxiety around public speaking? Do you wish you could communicate more effectively, develop more meaningful relationships, grow your business and access greater opportunities? Welcome to Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. In this series, I'll draw on my own experience from terrified teenager to UK award-winning speaker and communications coach, as well as speaking to a number of special guests, all with one object in mind, to help you communicate more effectively. Ready to grow? Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Simon Speaks podcast. I am pleased to welcome a good friend of mine, somebody I've known for a number of years now, and I don't want to tell you how many because it'll tell you how, both, how old we both are, and I don't want to reveal that. Uh, we've got Graham Cheatham with us. Graham is a devoted husband to his wife, Nikki, and he's a father of six children. Lives near Bournemouth on the south coast of England, and he's currently co-writing a compilation book because he's a chronic illness survivor and he's a positive mindset speaker and trainer. Um, he's struggled with a neurological illness for close to 30 years and, and for 20 of those years has struggled with chronic pain, chronic fatigue, and ultimately a partial functional paralysis down the left side of his body. But he's gone on to in, discover something very interesting, um, which is his wearable neurotechnology, which he's going to discuss with us, which has transformed his life. And now he wants to help transform the mindsets of other people through his speaking and his coaching work. Uh, I'm intrigued for this conversation. Graham, welcome. And uh, paint me a picture, if you would, of what life was like before this discovery that you uh, that you made, if you would. Yeah, sure. Um, really, uh, it became quite bleak. I mean, we'll start back when I was in my uh, my very early twenties, and I got out of bed one morning. I wasn't, you know, I was uh, still living with my parents. Got out of bed, fell on the floor because my leg just gave way, and I thought that's kind of strange. Um, and what followed really was I, the doctors looking into different things uh, ruled out that it wasn't a stroke. Um, and then within a couple of months, they got, I got better. And I thought, okay, they just said, oh, it's a, it's a, a virus. Um, but uh, a year or so later when I got married, um, it happened again. And I realized that actually this could be something that's, that, that could be a, a problem. What really followed was another 25 years of declining health and um and, and i ended up we moved down to to bournemouth from from yeovil um about eight and a half years ago um and when i did it kind of coincided to my with my health really started to take a turn um i had chronic fatigue chronic pain uh i got to the stage where i was i was diagnosed by the by the doctors with um uh with, with fibromyalgia so i had pains everywhere um, and, and the fatigue was the real killer. Um, I would, I would like I say to like the question you asked, I, I got up, I would get up in the morning after my wife had gone off to work as a teacher. Um, and I would kind of fold myself out of bed. I could hear the children get themselves ready for school. Uh, and I literally would sort of take them off to school, let them walk themselves from the car into school, come home and collapse in front of the, uh, in front of the telly on the sofa. Um, and that was pretty much my day. I'd spend two, three hours a day sleeping just to get by. And it wasn't restful. You'd wake up after two or three hours and go, well, it felt like a waste of time because you didn't feel any less tired than I, than I was when I fell asleep in the first place. Um, and it's a, a horrible, horrible feeling because 
then what would happen is, I mean, I might I might get a load of washing in the machine for Nikki, if I, for the family, I shouldn't say that, should I? <laughs> uh, I might get a load of washing in the machine for, for the family, perhaps a simple meal if Nikki had, had, had done something uh, that, that I could prepare. Um, but it was it was simple things. Because I had the, that partial paralysis down my left side, what they call a, a functional hemiparesis, I, there were things I just couldn't do. So I couldn't hold my hand above my head long enough to 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 easily wash my hair my head would move around when i brush my teeth um it was it was a struggle to be able to do shoelaces buttons cut food um and, and things like that so um it really got to the stage where mentally it was just unbearable to i say unbearable i i, I remember probably about a week before I found out about this technology that I, I, I texted my wife at work, Nikki, and I said, I am a waste of resources. Just what is the point? And I'm too coward to ever do anything about, you know, finishing everything off. So <laughs> I wasn't in danger of losing my life or anything like that. But I, I, I just ran out of reasons to think what I, I just felt like, I, say, I felt like a waste of resources. Um, and, and that's how I was. Mm. And then you get to a point where you see this individual who makes a suggestion to you and <laughs> yeah. perhaps not originally what you were hoping for. Well, no, I mean, you can imagine, Simon, that over, over 20 years of, of ill health, people, uh, they, there's always somebody there who's got an answer. You know, the, the doctors and, the, and the, um, uh, the, the specialists, I've had scans, I've had, you know, lumbar puncture, which I wouldn't recommend, by the way, it's very, very painful. Um, all these different things and there's all the doctors just go hmm yes we know something's wrong but we don't really know why uh, we know it's neurological but we don't really know I, I, I think the best explanation that I had was from um, a specialist who turned out to me and said if we could turn you off and turn you back on again it might reset you because we know it's not a physical thing it's like a software thing and I'm like yeah hmm. number one you can't do that but number two I don't really want you to turn me back off and turn me back on again um, so, you know, I had people who had recommended, you know, potions, lotions, diets, uh, exercise regimes, uh, yoga, you name it. In fact, I even had one person tell me that I must be drinking too much um, um, diet Coke because uh, it was obviously aspartame poisoning. Um, and so I dropped her, stopped her dead in her tracks and I told her I don't even like diet Coke or, or diet drinks at all, which is probably why I need to lose a couple of... Uh, pounds <laughs> or more if you ask my wife so i was i was at an event uh, at a as a picnic we had really to say goodbye to my son who was going away to do some volunteer work uh for our church and this gentleman that uh came up to me and, and i i was constantly on a walking stick um didn't walk very far at all um even with the stick i was in a you know much further than walking to and from the car or around inside I'd be uh, in, in a wheelchair or an ability scooter at this stage. Um, and so this this gentleman, and uh, there's a Brazilian gentleman um, who, who came up to me. I didn't know him very well. I'd only known him a couple of months. Um, and he came up to me, and I think it's a culture, a, a culture difference. Because um, he came up to us, and, you know, we being British and being quite staid and quite proper, he came up and said, so what's wrong with you then? <laughs> and I went, oh, hang on a minute. My initial reaction was, who is this guy? And how dare he ask me kind of thing. 
Um, but being the uh, the typical Britishman, uh, Yorkshireman, um, I, I just turned around and told him everything he asked. <laughs> no, yes, well, you've asked me. I'm totally offended, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so, so I told him, yeah, that I had this this functional hemiparesis, that I had um, uh, the, 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 uh, such terrible fatigue. I had fibromyalgia. Uh, and his reaction, his his answer to me was, I've got something that can help you, uh, to which I had to physically stop myself from uh, rolling my eyes uh, in front of him. Uh, I didn't want to upset the guy uh, and and bite my tongue so I didn't, you know, call this guy crazy. And I, so in, instead I said, oh, interesting, which I totally wasn't interested at all. And I just said, so what's that then? Um, not knowing what to expect. And at that point, he said to me, oh, well, it's in, it, it's in the form of socks and insoles. And you can imagine my response. Uh, you know, like, and I, I don't remember whether I actually said it to him, but I certainly thought it very loudly. What I'm wearing on my feet is the least of my problems, pal. Um, and I just thought this guy was bonkers. Um, and, and how a pair of socks or insoles could help and he went, oh, I haven't got any at the moment, but I am getting some. I'll let you try them. Um, and I went, oh, okay then, <laughs> with no intention at all. So what followed was um, two weeks of me ignoring him. Um, and I eventually ran out of, of excuses to not see this chap. Um, and we both ended up in the same place at the same time. Um, well, I knew we were going to, but, you know, he said, right, we're gonna, let, let's try these out. And I, and I said, uh, okay, fine. And I made Nikki come with me. She's like, I'm not coming with you. You blooming are. I'm not doing this on my own. Um, and he introduced me to the, this, this product, which is this wearable Neurotech. Um, there's nothing like it in the world, Simon. It is literally... Um, a pattern in the bottom of a pair of socks, um, which, which is literally sewn into a sock in the same material, the same so whatever they, they make socks out of, cottons and, and elastane uh, and, and th those sort of things. Nothing else in it except for that. But it's this tactile pattern. And the same in a, in a pair of insoles. It was just a molding of the same sort of pattern, which looks a little bit like a, a thumbprint, um, sits underneath the, the ball of your foot. And in fact, on the insoles, it sits underneath the insole. So it's on the bottom part. So it's not even what that you're actually touching your feet against it. Um, and this guy showed me this, and I, and I just thought, well, well first of all, the, your reaction is, well, what's in it? Uh, and he explained to me there's nothing in it. There's no drugs. There's no magnets. There's no uh, electronics, no batteries. There's nothing. It's just literally this pattern. And what it does is it supposedly stimulates, well, I say supposedly, it stimulates the, uh, the neuroreceptors in, your, in our body, which we've got them everywhere, on our heads, our arms, our, our legs, feet, everywhere, all over our bodies. And it stimulates the neuroreceptors. It sends a signal through the central nervous system, through the, the brainstem into the midbrain. And when it goes into the midbrain, within an average of seven seconds, 
it puts the brain in this state of homeostasis or, or equilibrium, if you like. By so doing, the, the, the midbrain is responsible for your balance, your stability, range of motion, um, pain receptors. Um, it, it's responsible for your fight or flight. It's responsible for your, 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 uh, your blood circulation and all those sort of, all those sort of things. Um, and so what it really does in layman's terms is it tells the brain to do what it can do in the best possible way. So you can imagine, I just thought, well, what a load of rubbish was <laughs> my initial thoughts to it. But what he did is he, he said, right, I want you to try this, this experiment. I said, okay. He, I took off my shoes. I'm wearing my own regular socks at the time. He, there was a pair of insoles on the floor that he'd placed down. And he said, before you stand on those, I want to try something. What he did is he said, right, I want you to stand with your feet um, shoulder width apart, which I did. Then stiffen your body, stiffen my arms straight down by my sides. And the idea was that he was going to lift up onto my stiffened body, on my, onto my arm to lift me, to knock me off, well, not, not knock me off, to, to see how much balance I have by pushing me over to the left. For the, for the lateral stability. Well, like I say, my left side is so weak that I could blow over in a, in, in a light breeze. So, uh, you know, he lifted on my hand and I just fell halfway across the room. Um, he then said, right, stand straight. So I stood straight again with my feet next to each other, close together, um, side by side, um, and stood with my hands on my chest, like one potato, two potato, if you like, um, on your chest. And then he pressed down on the top hand, which pulled me forwards, because um, that, that checks your, your core stability. And at this point, I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I was, obviously, I'm off balance because I've got a weakness down the hole on my left side. Um, and he said, right, now what I want you to do is I want you to stand on these insoles. So I stood on the insoles and again, did, repeated the two tests side by side, you know, with, with my feet, you know, shoulder width apart. And then with it, then the, the core stability one after that. And what I discovered straight away or what he did straight away, he did that, that balance test. As he lifted me to the side, over to my left side, I was just solid, stood firm, didn't move at all. Uh, and my reaction to that was, what? What just happened? We then did the, the core stability one where he, where he pushed down on my hands to pull me forwards. Same thing. Absolutely planted on the floor. Um, and I absolutely couldn't believe it. I just was absolutely blown away. So he said, I want you to try something else. And he gave me a pair of socks with the pattern instead of the insoles that I've been trying on the spot. And he said, put those socks on and I want you to walk up and down the corridor. So I did. I placed these, put these socks on, um, and I walked down the corridor. Well, 20 years on a walking stick, walk with a limp. Even when I was hobbling around the house, I'd walk with a limp. Um, and I walked up and down a corridor, no limp, no weakness, no walking stick, nothing. I turned around to walk back. My wife was in tears. Nikki was in tears. She just couldn't believe what she was seeing. Uh, I came back down and I sat down 
on this quite low chair in the foyer area where, where we were. And I just put my head in my hands and I, and I was like, what on earth is this? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, now, to get up from sitting down, the other thing that well, I found that very difficult. So I would have to lean very heavily on the arm of a chair or, you know, if there were no arms in the chair, I would often sort of drop on the floor to be able to sort of push myself up to have something to lift up from. Um, and I sat, like I said, on this very low seat in the foyer and I just stood up, didn't think about it. I just stood up again and literally just stood up now, to, to you or to, you know, a lot of people without any, any problems. That would be no, no biggie. But for me, I, I stood up and I thought, and I just stood up. What on earth? That is the strangest thing. And literally, I'd I'd walked into this into this building carrying my walking stick um, when that was September 2019. And as I left that building uh, after handing over some pennies to this guy for this pair of socks, I carried my walking stick out. Within a week, I didn't need to sleep in the middle of the day anymore. My fatigue had dramatically reduced the pains that I had dramatically reduced sort of 70 80 percent and my initial reaction was i got i got to find out more it's remarkable it's remarkable because to anybody listening to that who doesn't know you or hasn't met you or hasn't watched the video that you sent to me they would listen to that and think it's almost too much to be true but oh, yeah but i've known you now for for a decade and, and i've seen you know, I, I remember you when, when I met you a decade ago, how you were then. And I remember watching you struggle and having sent me that video and having described that story to me. You know, anybody else listening would think that's, that's, that's too much. But I have seen more than that journey than, than most. And it's, it, is an, it is an incredible thing to listen to. So I'm assuming that the, the reduction in the fatigue then is, is simply as a, as a consequence of the fact that you're now using so much less energy to get around because of the efficiency of this technology? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's not. What it is, is purely because the, the, the brain is put in a balanced state. Now, with, with me, my health issues, what they did tell me, what they did know, was that it was neurological. So I had a, 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 neuro, a, a neurological disorder, or have I still have a neurological disorder that... that uh, that, that causes these problems. But by wearing the technology, and it is a bit weird because I wear it 24 seven, wear it to bed, wear socks. But this guy said to me, he said, wear them to bed tonight. And I went, no, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. And nobody, I'm a Yorkshireman. I don't wear socks anymore. Um, and um, just no way you're going to have that. Uh, and he went, no, just try it. And I woke up the next morning and Again, you can imagine getting out of bed when, when you've got the health problems that I had with a, with a, a palaver. And I literally swung my legs around, stood out of bed, uh, and as my, heat, my feet hit the floor, I was awake. And I said to Nikki, my wife, this must be what this restful sleep is that you've told me all about. Because I just never, ever got restful sleep. You know, I, not only did I fall off to sleep very, very quickly that night, which I never did, as it sounds now I was always tired but when it came to bedtime I could never sleep um and I got up and I was awake and I was I was up I was awake and I was on it I was like this is the 
strangest thing. Now, the thing about it is, I guess because my, my issue is, is neurological, uh, that, it, that it, there must have been that much of a disconnection because it really sort of kicked me back into gear. And, and the, the fatigue was, was um, it's a common thing. Apparently, people, even, even people who don't have the, the physical difficulties that I have, but have the, the chronic fatigue, chronic uh, pain issues, they they find the same the same thing. People with fibromyalgia feel ME, but it it goes even beyond that because this isn't just a technology that helps people with with neurological um, health issues. This is a problem that, a technology that helps people with any issues. Um, they so the company are currently doing lots of different um, white papers and and, and and clinical studies on things such as um, uh, recovery rates from um, hospital treatment, recovery rates from, um, from, from sports training. Um, they're doing um, clinical reports on um, arthritis and so, so many things. There is a, there's a, a, a Facebook page um, that I'll send you the details of that is, it has 50,000 people uh, who are sharing their testimonials. And they're people from, from those people who have had surgical um, recovery success to young children with cerebral palsy who are able to walk much better, to stroke survivors um, who, again, find relief, um, Parkinson's sufferers, uh, like I say, arthritis, varicose veins you know when they when they first launched this technology and it's a technology that was that was um uh developed in canada and they they did a test including some um um placebo effect tests with, with you know with fake products but they, they did a test on people with diabetic neuropathy um and these people with diabetic neuropathy they found a thousand people with diabetic neuropathy with the pain so bad in their feet and the, the stipulation for them to be able to take part in the study was they had to have a pain on the on a scale of one to five they had to have pain levels of four or above which is quite heavily medicated to be able to cope um and everybody was given this technology everybody in it was asked to wear the technology 24 hours a day for seven days at the end of seven days 94% of the people who wore the technology had a reduction in their pain to at, at two or below. So instead of being up at four, it came down to two or below. 94% of people. And the same sort of results have been seen when, with people with plantar fasciitis and other foot pains. Um, and it, it's just incredible. It's, one of, it, it's far outperformed out, um, what the inventor of the product, a guy called Jay Dalloway, um, ever thought it would. Um, and it, it's just astounding. You know, not only does this technology work with, with health issues, it also works with, with um, sports professionals. We have professional golfers who wear this tech. We have runners, cyclists, all sorts of people who are finding incredible, incredible results. It's extraordinary. I might, I might get some, help me with my running. 
Well, you know what? Funnily enough, there's a, there's a gentleman that I know, a friend of mine um, down here in Bournemouth. And uh, I, I spoke, because I, when I found out about it, I was just telling everybody about it. And I showed this guy, I said, try this. And I did the, the balance and stability test on him. Very simple test that anybody can do. But what it, and it, it just served to show that something's going on because all you're doing is wearing socks or, 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 or staying on an insole. So very quickly, you can see the immediate effect of what it's doing. And because there's, there's nothing in it, it's got to be your brain that's doing it. This gentleman was so impressed with it that he said, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. And he tried the technology. He started wearing socks. Now, what he'd forgotten about, well, not forgotten about, but what he hadn't thought about is the fact that he has asthma. Going up the stairs was very, very difficult. He would get halfway up the stairs and he'd be out of breath. Come back downstairs and he'd have to use his inhaler every time. He started wearing this technology and two days later, turned around to his wife and said, have you noticed anything? She said, well, I haven't seen you use your inhaler for a couple of days. You don't seem out of breath. He said, yeah, exactly. So a couple of days later, he turned around to his wife and he said, I'm going for a run. And she said, what? What do you mean you're going for a run? You don't, you don't run, you sit on the couch, you know, you work from home. He said, what do you mean you're going for a run? What's wrong with you? Okay, so that was January 2020. Very quickly, he did the, the couch to 5K. Um, that, that's a well-known thing that people do. And literally September 2020, on the, on the weekend that, uh, that the London Marathon should have been run, and obviously it wasn't because of the COVID um, lockdowns, this chap ran locally a marathon on his own. He ran a marathon. That was his, and he decided to run a marathon. So that's from January to, to September, he ran a marathon. And not only did he run a marathon, but he did it in fairly reasonable time for, for an amateur runner. He was getting personal bests. He was re- running 5K a, a day and getting personal bests. And as of, and he did say he left it a little bit late, as of the 31st of December 2020, he completed his goal to run 1,000 kilometres in 2020. <laughs> it's amazing isn't it it's it, it really is it really is i mean like i say because it gives you that extra balance of stability on your feet because it it's it, it basically it's you but the best you can be i i often i often think of the uh, and the, the, these are my own ramblings sometimes but i often think of things like um the the game of um uh what's it called where the blocks come down Tet- uh, tetris yeah. and i think i think you know it's like your brain going, okay, let's organize things into the proper way. And once you get the, your brain gets it all lined up and worked out, it, uh, things just work better. You know, this, I mean, let me give you some, some figures. On average, and, okay, so the, over 10,000 people now. This product this has been on the market for uh, four and a half years um, in Canada and America. It hit the market officially in the UK on the 1st of January, 2nd of January, it might have been, of 2020. So it's been on the market up here now for a year. In the last four years, they have carried out over 10,000 brain mapping scans, which has shown that every single person who has had the scan has shown the same results with their brains in as much as it's showing 
that their brains um, from the representation of the show on the screens of the computers shows that they are entering into this state of homeostasis, allowing their, their brains to balance, okay? The average, it shows an average of 36% improved neurological efficiency on everybody, okay? That's 30, and, and, and to break that down a bit more, 31% improved balance and stability, I'm trying to even say it, balance, 31% balance and stability improvement. Now that's great as it sounds, but in actual fact, when you take that to be for somebody like me with poor balance or an elderly relative uh, who may be on their own and, and, and vulnerable, that is an eight times increase in being less likely to fall. You imagine your grandma or, or uh, like I say, an elderly relative who is, who is living on their own, they might only ever fall once, you know, um, and, and to, to provide them with the stability and the safety that you can get from this. Okay, so you got 31% improved balance and stability, 15 degrees on average um, range of motion. I have a, a gentleman locally to me who's a PGA golfer, and he's tried this technology out. He's not been able to try it out on the, on the, uh, on the golf course yet because of the way things are. He, we did a, um, a video call where he tried out this technology, um, and he, by his own admission, said he was getting a 30-degree extra rotation when he swung his club round, which he said would give him an extra 10, 15 yards on the, on the course. Now, I'm not a golfer, but he said that as a, as a professional golfer, that, that could be the difference between winning and losing a game, um, which is incredible. 22% um, more power output, 17% more velocity of force and uh, um, an eccentric force. Um, I, I've got a, a colleague of mine who is in his 70s and can lift 25% more in the gym when we're in this tech just by changing your socks, it's as simple as that. And it's, you know, we, we have people who have reported, you know, like I say, pain relief, balance of stability, reaction and recovery times, um, a better posture, more power. Um, and um, it, it goes on and on and on. There, there are just, when we, we've got to the stage where when people say, will it, can it help with such and such? You say, try it, try it, 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 it just might. And um, you know, it, with a with a technology and a company, the company behind us are, are great. They give a thirty day money back guarantee on this technology as well. So there's nothing to lose. You know, <laughs> try it. it. If it doesn't work, you get your money back. And that and that is the thing. It's just being prepared to 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 give it a try. You were mentioning that it's that it's like a thumbprint is the the pattern. It, does the pattern differ for different people or different? activities or is it is it universally the same pattern that you get it's you it's universally the same pattern when you look at the pattern in actual fact there is more to the pattern than is needed uh in fact when you look at the insole it's got it really does look like a thumbprint the the sock has got more of a more of a strip across it with this with this pattern on it whereas the uh the insole looks very much like a large thumbprint um and i'm told that the reason behind that is to do with intellectual property rights um, it's based around uh, visually the, the the thumbprint of um of our CEO and inventor, um, but because nobody knows which part of the pattern is active and not active, um, then you know it gives them them some some uh, like I say intellectual property rights there and the ability to to keep that um, safe. 
Uh, and then they're not going to tell us what which bit does what. But it's the same pattern. But what they found is this pattern um, reacts to that part of the brain. Um, it, there's over 45 years of, of muscular skeletal, muscular skeletal, uh, neuromuscular skeletal um, science um, that's, that's behind this. It, um, it was discovered or started to be um, developed originally back in uh, in the sixties and seventies uh, by some doctors in Australia, um, and then was picked up again um, ten. 10 or 12 years ago by um, by this by our CEO who literally wanted to find something to help his mother who had MS. Um, and now, like I say, in, in the space of, of four and a half years, the company have helped 6.2 million people with the goal of helping a billion people. Um, the, 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 the top neurologist in... Um, uh, in America, um, and I don't know quite how far his, his expertise and uh, you know spreads across the world. But uh, a gentleman called Dr. Robert Thatcher. Dr. Robert Thatcher writes a lot of the textbooks for those people who are training to be neurologists. And when he found out about this technology, he he basically said, "Well, that's not right. People spend tens of thousands of dollars a year on trying to improve their neurology by five or ten percent." And you're telling us that by changing your socks, you can improve the the neurology by 30-something percent. When he did his own tests on this, he was absolutely blown away. And his words were that this product is has got to be the, um, the, the most advanced product to hit the market in 50-plus years. In fact, the, uh, it, that it's at least a century ahead of its of current neuromuscular uh, thinking at this time, you know, uh, um, which is incredible. I mean, it won't be now, of course, because obviously we've made that leap. Um, but yeah, incredible, incredible. In fact, the gentleman, that, this guy, uh, Dr. Robert Thatcher, is actually now adding a part to the textbooks that he's got to add in about um, the um, the reactions to the body by placing a um, this tactile pattern against against the skin, incredible, extraordinary, and and obviously there are all these these benefits that you've mentioned, but I I, I think it's important to take a moment to reflect on the benefit to you as a, as an individual in terms of where your mind was before you started wearing this and where your mind is now, because I now know that you've got quite optimistic plans for. <laughs> yourself and, and how to move forward with this so tell me a little bit more about that transition in terms of mindset where you were and where you you are now and perhaps where you're going well you know what I spent a lot of years feeling sorry for myself um and getting quite miserable about the fact that like I said you know I, I messaged my wife and said I was, re- I was a waste of resources um and um I uh, I missed missed out on what really life was about and when I found this technology what it did was it absolutely, apart from blowing my mind and, and giving me the, the physical improvements that it has given me, um, one of the things that, that I always had problems with was, was, um, uh, was, was, was clear thought. Certainly in the last few years, probably since, since I've seen you last, actually, but I, would get, I got to the stage where I, I had brain fog. Um, I remember the first time it happened, my wife, Nikki, asked me to open a can of beans and put it in the pan and I was like 
what do you mean? And don't be so stupid, you know, just put the beans in the, in the, and I said, what, where do I get beans? And I just completely, it was a quite a scary thing, actually. I didn't know. From the day that I put the technology on, I never, ever had any more brain fog again. But what has, and it, and it hasn't been a, an overnight thing, but over the last few months, I've realized that my life has changed, not only because of what I can do. And don't get me wrong, I still can't walk a long way. I still have problems. But where I do walk, I walk a lot more. I don't, you know, I haven't used my walking stick for over a year. I haven't used my scooter, um, you know, and, and I manage without that. Um, but what I found and what I realized, and this is not something that I came to a realization of my own, but my wife and I, we sat down, we talked about this. So actually, what was wrong with me physically wasn't really what was really wrong with me. What was wrong with me was, was my mindset. And my, the way that I looked at things was, was just miserable. And I realized that actually by changing my mindset, what I've managed to do is to look back on my life of spending years and years with my children and thinking, mm, should be, I wish I was out at work. And look back and thought, there are so many people that don't get the opportunity to spend time with their children and see their first steps and, and, and hear their first words and uh, all of those wonderful, wonderful things. I'm lucky in as much as I have the memories to go back to. I wish, wish so hard that I had appreciated those moments in the moment. So what I really want to do and what my, my focus now on, apart from, apart from sharing this technology with as many people as I can help, is my, my focus, I want to move forward now on helping people to understand that, you know what, you might not like where you are, but you should appreciate where you are, you know, you might not, it's, I recently, you know, spoke to a group of people within the company that, that we're promoting this technology for. And um, I, we, we based our story based on being the star of your own story. And I barely felt like an extra in my story sometimes. But now when I look back, I've always been the star in my story. I just hadn't appreciated that and I just hadn't realized it. What I, what I really want to do from now is be intentional with my actions. You know, so my idea, my hope is to be able to inspire other people to be able to say, you know what, what's holding you back? What's holding you back? You know, my wife said to me recently, Stephen Hawkins had no movement of his body. Could bet he, couldn't, he couldn't talk. It didn't hold him back. My problems are so, so far removed from the problems that Stephen Hawking's had. And people are, there are so many people out there with so much worse issues than me. And you know what? I just let life pass me by. If I can help people to realize that there are ways to look at things in a different light, then I'll feel like I've achieved something. You know, I, I want to help people to say, you know what? What do you want to do? You want to do that? Fine. Let's find a way to do it. You know, you want to start your own business? What do you want to do? Let's look at how you do that. You want to promote your own business? Let's look at how we do that. You know, and to work with people and to consult with people to, 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 to you know, move on with my um, mindset speaking and, and, um, and training and just to help people to, to realize and understand what really I am only just properly understanding myself, you know, and to help them and to bring people on my journey with me 
um, and and to to see the successes of of other people would be just a, a dream for me. Mm. And and when when I think about this, and and I, I do mention this to a few guests that I interview, most of the guests or many of the guests that I interview have had at least one time in their life where they were faced with a decision, usually in a, a moment of crisis or, or significant adversity, and they were faced with that decision to either give up or to just keep pressing forward in the faith or the hope that something would would emerge and would allow them then to perhaps understand those experiences better, have perspective, and then be able to use what they'd learned to transform the lives of other people. And you strike me as one of those people who who has been in that position where you are confronted with that, do I give up or do I just keep going? And thankfully chose the latter road and have come far enough now to perhaps have gained some perspective on your own situation but then the desire to go and speak go and train go and consult go and assist people in transforming their own mindsets because i I was talking to somebody last week on another interview where they said there's no shortage of talent or ability in the world there's no shortage of the capacity to get things done there is a shortage of people believing they have good capacity (laughs) to get things done and it's mindset and uh, I thought it was a great statement, but the more I thought about it, the more that she was right. And you, you again, are one of those people who recognises that, that, that you always had capability to do things, perhaps not not physically, but but to inspire people. And now you're recognising that you've got that capacity and you're going to go and transform other people with that. I think that's tremendous. That's the plan. That's the plan, yeah. For me, yeah, I did. And I think the turning point for me was, and it probably wasn't the only time, well, my wife will tell you, it wasn't the only time that I sent a message to her similarly saying, you know, I'm a waste of resources and what's the point? And I did get pretty, pretty low and pretty miserable. And But that, I think, I'm a, I am a man of faith. You know, I am a Christian man and I, and I do believe in divine intervention. And, you know, funnily enough, actually, my wife had an injury around the same time that we found this technology. And without it, I wouldn't have had the ability to help her. She, she actually tore the meniscus in her, in her knee and and uh yeah and she found that she's got lasting problems excuse me from that but again technology's helped her beside the point the point is that it happened at a time when i needed it and i don't believe that it was just coincidence personally but um i i re- my regrets are the fact that i wasted so long saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And you know what, even now I look back and Nikki, my wife, always said, but you can, you just need to want to do it. Um, and, and so, yeah, and even, you know, even when, when I found this technology, my misery really, <laughs> the, my pessimistic view on life was, but I don't want to do anything with health and wellness. I don't want to help people with this sort of technology. And really it became such a dramatic change in my life that I that I said, you know what, this is what I am. I need to do. I need to do this. And you know what, it, it, I will never ever walk away from the company and and the technology that's there. And I will always promote it to to everybody and that that needs it. Which frankly is everybody. In fact, the scientists and the doctors have said that actually, if you knew what this did to your brain, everybody would wear this technology. You know, and it's it's affordable for everybody to be able to to do so. Um, I, I I found I came across a, a quote just recently from Mother Teresa, and Mother Teresa said, 
You can do things that I cannot do. I can do things that you cannot do. Together, we can do things. And I thought that's tremendous. You know, we can, we have all got a place in this world. You know, we have all got something to teach. You know, I can teach you stuff, Simon. You can teach me things. There's things that you know that I need to know and want to know. I just don't know what they are yet. You know, and, and I think if we, if we treat one another in that way, then, then the world could be so much of a better place. Um, you know, this technology that I, that I've spoken about today is, is the, the tip of what's out there, you know, and it would have been so easy for me to go, no, not interested. I don't want to know, which I, which I nearly did, you know, but actually just by having a log and, and being open-minded, it has changed my life. Not that specifically that has that opened my eyes to be able to say, I've got to make a change in my life. Now, like I said, you know, next week I'm, I'm going to be 48 years old and um, I feel like life has gone in a flash to this point. But only a couple of years ago, we were starting to get the calculator out and saying, well, how long does Nikki need to work to get a decent enough pension so we can, you know, we started winding down. And that's ridiculous. And you know, I still got young children at home. You know, my youngest is, isn't even quite 10 yet. Um, you know, and my eldest is, is married. And, you know, I, I need to be looking forward to being, to, to, to enjoying their lives, you know, and to look forward to being a granddad in the not too many years, I, I would imagine, knowing my daughter. <laughs> uh, you know, and there's just so much more to enjoy and I, and I think that if I'd, if I'd realised this earlier on I could have been so much further down the line, so much more financially prepared and mentally prepared and, and so much happier. I, th- I have wasted so much time Simon and I don't want that for anybody else Wise words and uh, a terrific message and I, I like the quote from Mother Teresa, I think that's really powerful stuff in closing, Graham, how can people get in touch with you if they want you to consult with them, train them, speak at their events, motivate their employees? Because this this is the kind of thing you're doing now, and I think yours is a story that needs more stage time. So how can people get in touch? You can find me on, uh, and I'm sure you'll be able to link on, on, on the, with this as well, so you can find me on Facebook, uh, Graham Cheatham. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on um I, you can, if, if you're struggling at all to, to find me, email me graham at cheatham dot sorry graham at cheatham's dot uk, um, or you can get me at uh, info at neurowellness dot uk, um, and uh, you know the, the other things are very much in development at the moment, but uh, look out for uh, I'm 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 looking at well, accidentally intentional is uh, is the way that i'm seeing myself um and and that's that's going to be watch this space and there'll be a website up and running for that and in, in the near future um but yeah you know I'm, I'm sure that you know you can put anybody in touch with me simon if if uh, if needs be um but i am happy to talk to anybody both about the technology and how we can help you and your family and um and, and your friends and also about how we can you know talk about like you say, inspiring other people to to not waste their lives like uh, like so many people do. Mm. Terrific. Well, thank you very, very much for giving up your time. I will put all of those details into the show notes so that people can go and engage and make contact. And uh, obviously, for the, the coming year, we wish you the very best with your 
speaking and your training and uh, we're excited to see where things go but thank you for coming along no thank you very much for your time simon Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. I hope that what you've learned in today's episode will help you become a more effective communicator as you put it into practice. You can visit my website, simonspeaks.co.uk, for more information, tips, articles and resources, or to speak to me about working with me as a coach. I'm also available on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Simon Speaks. I'm on LinkedIn and I also have a YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Speaks. Thanks again for tuning in today and I look forward to seeing you again next time.